something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then, fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. It's the Burke and Jeffrey podcast, and, you know, I love reading the reviews, but, Jeffrey, your mom left us three stars. Oh, what the? Oh. Yeah, well, she has a point. It's not that good. Oh, <laughs> Listen, could you make up for that, please? please. Leave us five. Is that too needy? Maybe. Yeah, okay. But the full show starts right now. Yeah. We're all about to become millionaires. Because nice. I just about came up time. with a brilliant idea that young people are going to love. Okay. okay. And Excited. I'm willing to cut all my co-hosts in on this if you'll just invest a little bit. Uh, I already <laughs> feel like this is a scam. No, <laughs> it's not. More money. I'm thinking <sighs> social media is huge right now, yes? Okay. Of course. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. let's astute. build a new platform uh-huh. where instead of just posting pictures and status updates, uh-huh. it's only videos. That's- and we call it VidVlog. It's tic- that's TikTok. Okay. Yeah, it's literally TikTok. Yeah, that's TikTok. Or Instagram. Reels. I know that you oh. are on social media yeah. live. They made that already. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. it's yeah. all video. It's oh, very well. Yeah. So we we actually make videos for the Brooke and Jeffrey TikTok. You should go follow us. We have like you're millions of likes. I, I guess what you're telling me is you we're go- late. Uh- <laughs> oh, we gotta do our other million dollar idea. WCII. Which clip is it? Okay. Has that been done yet? No, I thought we were going to explain social media to you for five yeah. minutes. WCII, it's two viral sound bites. 
Only enough time to hear one of them. Let's get right to your choices. <laughs> Option one is a 30-second clip of Eminem's hit song, Lose Yourself, <laughs> but somebody took it and pitch-corrected it to match the Super Mario theme song. Oh! oh I love I that! I saw the title of this video, and I didn't have time to listen to it the other day. Uh -oh, or, can, do you want option two? A 25-second surprise mystery clip. Oh. Call it an early Christmas present from me to you that's filled with smiles and joy. Uh, I don't know if and I trust you. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah. You don't like my early Christmas present? <laughs> I feel like we're going to play it. It's just going to say we're late again. Yeah. We're start the intro again. The choice is yours. What's it going to be? <laughs> Mario spaghetti or surprise confetti? Alexis. Oh. Save Mario Spaghetti. Oh, uh, yeah. Brooke, what do you yeah. want? Mario Spaghetti. Ah. Oh, yeah, I Jack. was going to go wild and go with the other one. Okay. <laughs> People have spoken. Let's hear <laughs> Eminem's song, Lose Yourself, pitch corrected to match the Super Mario theme. argue with that one. That I was amazing. It, yeah. Great choice, everybody. That was. <laughs> which clip is it? Yeah, that was Let's fun. put that away and move on to the shot collar question of the day. We have a bucket full of names in the studio. We're going to draw one out so you can ask the trivia question. If you answer it wrong, then you're going to be punished by getting shocked while you sing a song. Text in to 7592. Tell us which song you would like to hear. Brooke, you're drawing one out because you had the shot collar last. Who'd you get? Brooke, midlife mixtape Fox. <laughs> Brooke, that's yeah. on your midlife mixtape. Yeah. I love Eminem. Yeah, sure. Oh, the accuracy. Let's uh, send it over to Digital Jake. Tell us the shot collar question of the day. Today is a national Aww. holiday honoring a very famous toy that you've all played with before. The British called it a bandolore. The French used the name Incroyable or Le Migret. Whoa. But the craze got popular in North America back in 1928 when an American businessman spotted one while on a trip to San Francisco. Hmm. He quickly copied the idea and made 100,000 of them to sell, but the problem was people didn't really know how to use it correctly. So he hired a team of workers who went around teaching the public how to use the toy, and ah. now it's globally popular to this day. What am I talking Whoa. about? Weird. A popular toy from the 1920s that's not super clear about how to use. Okay, my yeah. first thought, because of the French name, La Regrette, that it, it's slinky. Because you always get them twisted, and then you're like, why did I buy this stupid thing? <laughs> oh, that's a big regret. <laughs> I don't think that that's probably what that translates to, yeah. but that's what I heard in my brain. It's an interesting oh. thought. And they had in the commercials, wasn't the jingle for Slinky like basically explaining how it's supposed to go down the stairs? You were the only one alive. Yeah, then. I don't think yeah, I was around right? when I Slinky know commercials were coming out. Was it like the 80s? Like I've never 80s? Seen a yeah, no, we weren't oh. born then. Okay. Actually, I have, but you know, slinky, it was like. Slinky, Slinky. No. Nope. No one? <laughs> you're, you're okay. Just random words, <laughs> I can't remember how it goes. But uh, I a really difficult it. toy to use that may be really old. I thought of immediately of the Rubik's Cube. I thought of oh. that interesting. But I think that might be a little bit more recent. 
I feel like yeah. that was seventies, but yeah. I don't know well, for sure. And so what I thought of, because if you just look at it, it just looks like an inanimate object, is the hula hoop. I feel like the hula hoop was huge in the fifties. Like it was a post World War yeah. Two. Sing the commercial craze. jingle for that yeah. one. Hula. hula hoop, hula hoop. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just sing the yeah the title of the toy? I wonder. Okay, how old is a jump rope? Is a jump rope too old? Ropes you know have I been mean? around a long time. I know. <laughs> jump as, whenever you want. Let's get the question one more time. I told you that the craze for this specific toy started in North America back in the 1920s, but its history can be traced back even earlier. Over hundreds of years earlier in the ch in China and the Philippines. Whoa. I'm talking about a very famous toy that's still around today that makes millions in revenue every year. Huh, what, what toy what am, am I talking that about? That makes me think jump ropes maybe is still around. I was thinking yeah. of something much smaller, much simpler. A spinning top. It's not bad. Oh, I know if yeah. I had one in studio, three out of four of you wouldn't know how to use it. You'd have to Google, how do I play with this yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm what? doing emotions <laughs> because you, you used to roll something. Oh, uh, Ball and Jacks? Yeah. I remember my oh, parents yeah. used to have those. There was a 20 mm -hmm. song like, just a dun dun ball and the oh, jacks. Oh, that game where you like <laughs> throw the ball in the air and you like catch it with the string or whatever? I don't know. What oh, those called. paddle oh, balls? Yeah. Ball in a cup. Oh. Oh, the yeah. ball in a cup. Yeah. Those. I was thinking the paddle ones where it's attached. Oh, that too. How do any of these toys still make millions I don't of dollars know. though? Okay. Oh. What? I just thought of one. What? Um, Tell uh, me, because I'm going to answer the, right uh, now. The tube. It better be good. The tube. When you give these to kids, they never know what to do with them, where you look through it and you turn oh, the, the end. Kaleidoscope. Oh, kaleidoscope. That's, That's old bad. school toy. It's not bad. But you don't ever see kids playing you with guys, it You guys, after all this discussion, I'm going to stick with my OG. We're going Slinky. All right. Slinky, wow. Slinky. <laughs> it was known by many different names over history, and before it became something that children play with, it was even sharpened to use as a weapon sharpened. in ancient times. What the heck? Oh. The French called it incroyable. The British <laughs> called it a bandalore, but what do we call it today? Well, back in 1928, Donald Duncan hired people to master it, then travel around North America and educate the public on the wonders of the yo-yo. Oh! That makes so much sense! They were like National Yo-Yo Day. They were weapons back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, Brooke, since you didn't get it right, you're going to get shocked, and somebody wanted to hear the song Talk by Khalid. Can't we just talk? Okay. No. <laughs> talk about wait. How does that go? Right talk there? about Seriously? where we're going, going before we get lost. Oh. Let me out okay. first. Let's just. I think I like the slinky song. Can't we just talk? No. How more talking? Okay. Can we just talk? That's your shock color <laughs> question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. They said we couldn't make it to the moon. Yeah. They said George Clooney would never settle down and leave the bachelor life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. And they said it was impossible to stuff a whole pizza inside the crust of another pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and all the pundits screamed to the mountaintops that Brooke could never accomplish what she just pulled off. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Jeff. On Friday, a miracle <sighs> happened. Because Brooke went to Jack in the Box and powered down 10 different menu items yes. in 10 consecutive trips around the drive-thru uh -huh. while wearing a garbage bag the entire time. My hero! You know, I, I've told my husband not to watch the video just so that he's still attracted to me. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a bad... Brooke, I mean, did you feel advice. like a champion when you were done with that? I did. Yeah, what? yeah I, there was a little bit of shame kind mm -hmm. of underlying it all, but yes. What about when you sat so down on the then. toilet later that night? Did no. you feel like a champion then? You know, honestly, fine. 
Normally. Really? Just a normal person. Unfazed. You know? She has a steel stomach. Yeah, oh. I, I actually group texted my friends and thank them for all of the help and training that they've done for me uh, through the like years. Meeting you all these different yeah. While you were on the toilet? Amazing. <laughs> we are truly in the presence of greatness yeah. today. Yes. And Brooke is going yes. to officially go down in history thank as you. a legend Ooh. of radio. I can, yeah. I can still taste it when I burp, though. Yeah. Yeah, no more burping. We all can. Yeah. Now, if you haven't seen the video yet, you can watch Watch her incredible feat of human perseverance and unrivaled gluttony on our socials at Brooke and Jeffrey on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere. Unless you're my husband, then please don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make him watch. Yeah, no. Little girls all over the world, though, are going to watch you scarf down a jumbo <laughs> egg right. roll, Brooke, and they're going to say, I want to be like her. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Hey, my kids are proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about it for days. Got to be proud Should of something. Be. More feats of human <laughs> greatness coming up when we do laser stories next. It's the radio segment that was trying to set the world record for most jumps on a trampoline while sleeping. Oh. <laughs> he got up to 87. Wow. Sleep jumping. But then he went over the neighbor's fence and nobody's seen him since. Oh, oh he probably still asleep. Very <laughs> Laser stories. The segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser. And those other flop of Tatamistuses don't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> can't even say it right. <laughs> His first laser story is out of Florida. And again, you always know laser stories are going to be special when you start out of the pan. Yeah, let's right. go. But a 42-year-old woman named Dania Svoboda got married a few months ago. And the reception featured a fancy dinner that included handmade pasta mixed Ooh. with expensive olive oil. That sounds fun. laced with marijuana. Oh, hey, <laughs> kind of restaurant. I mean, that's the chillest reception ever. The yeah. caterer was 31-year-old Jocelyn Bryant, the owner of a place called Jocelyn's Southern Kitchen, and she was in on it, too. Both Danya and Jocelyn thought it'd be a funny joke oh, wait, and that the guests wait, would wait. think it was hilarious. Oh, Stop! No, no, no. We didn't tell them? I thought you'd have, like, an option. You know, it's like yeah. when you have vegan, but this time you just have <laughs> no, there's, yeah. weed in. Weed in. There's nothing yeah. funny yeah. about it uh -huh. if they know it's coming. Uh, uh, it Oh, here we go. Attendees say they were not informed that the food had oh been spiked. God. That has to be illegal. And it wasn't long before they started feeling high, sick, confused, mm. and paranoid. I feel that when I know I'm eating edibles. Yeah, yeah totally. You feel me? <laughs> A 69-year-old woman told cops that she had, quote, no control over her mind and body, uh. and that her brain was playing strange things in her head. Uh. But I mean, she that's, came up that's with the fun part. she came yeah. up with some really good ideas though. Yeah, probably <laughs> made herself laugh a lot. Uh -huh. The best man was so stoned that he couldn't even talk. Double oh, rainbow. No. Oh my <laughs> God. That's a that's what we call couch lock. Yeah, yeah. the Not groom fun. reportedly had no idea that this was happening, oh. but several guests were hospitalized. Oh, Luckily, yeah. everybody made a full recovery though. It's not going to hurt no. you, but still, not knowing. Well, I mean, at least it was weed. I mean, we are yeah. in Florida. It could yeah. have been meth. <laughs> True. Police collected samples of the food to be tested, including chocolate-covered strawberries, uh. pudding shot desserts, and uh. lasagna. Yeah, who does the testing on these? Yeah. yeah. Is it a lab, or do they just send it to Jose's house? Right. Yeah. He was in there, too. I need to test these. Yeah. The next day, Danya and Jocelyn turned themselves in, and now they're both facing felony charges. Oh. Dude, that's serious stuff. Yeah. This next laser story is out of Pennsylvania. Three years ago, the Danielson family of four were extremely upset. It turns out one of them had left the window open and they lost their pet cockatoo. Ain't nobody got 
can't time for that. Oh, no. Fast forward to just last week, a rare-looking bird arrived hundreds of miles away at the front porch of a church. Okay. So the pastor caught it and had pictures posted on Facebook to find the owner. <laughs> Dude, that's a quick pastor. Yeah. Just use smart. a net? Are you using your bare hands? What are you doing to catch <laughs> a cockatoo? He's a pastor. He's just like, come to me, child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just like floats on Yeah, that makes sense. The post was forwarded to the Danielsons, and they were pretty sure it was their bird lucky. Whoa. So they wow. asked the pastor to put it to a test by playing the Andy Griffith Show theme song. <laughs> Could this story get more wholesome? <laughs> Apparently, that song was used to make Lucky dance. Ah. Oh. So oh, cute. The family knew that, and they recorded Dad singing <laughs> over the song, and this is how it went. If the bird dances to this song, we know it is the one we lost over three years ago. It's true, he loves his Aunt B2. He dances to Otis in jail when Andy gets mail, when Gruber gets weird, and Floyd styles cockatiels. Well, it ain't the same thing, Floyd. Well, you're not a barb. I'm sorry. I'm starting to that see is, why the bird flew yeah, away. Yeah, was that necessary? It was an escape. Yeah. It was. Sure enough, when Lucky heard the recording, he began to bob up and down. And a few hours later, he was reunited with the Danielsons, who were thrilled that he was back home. <laughs> the bird's like, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> this next laser story is out of What in the World Are You Doing? headquarters. Uh-oh. Turns out people haven't run out of random things to name their kids yet. Uh-oh. And I say that because a woman in the Philippines just had a baby boy, and the dad got her to agree to name the child Hypertext Markup Language. Hypertext markup language? Which is what HTML stands for. Uh, what? Oh, I, know what? What? I mean, you could have done HTML with like Hank, Theodore, Larry, Mark. <laughs> you got you know, those like, out of order. But yeah. then people wouldn't what? get it. <laughs> yeah, then then right. people would just think they were weird. What? I would have seen him hot tamale, but it's yeah. all one hot tamale. Oh, uh, that would have been better. Oh, I like that. Yeah. See, the dad's a web developer and loves his job, so oh. that's one reason why they did it. Okay. Plus, as the boy gets older, he can go by hype. Or hyper, which might actually be kind of a cool nickname. Yeah. I'm sure teachers are really going to pick him to be in their classroom. (laughs) Anyway, he says his family has a long tradition of weird names, and he wanted to honor that. For example, his name is Mac, but it stands for Macaroni 85. Creamy. Not Macintosh. That's strange. It's it's probably like his mom's favorite order at their best restaurant. (laughs) And his sister's legal name is Spaghetti 88. Really? What's with uh, the numbers? What? Maybe those are the years that they were born. Oh. Yeah, but are these like illegal names or email addresses? <laughs> those are legal names. Oh my god. They do gosh. something with middle school email address. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they can always get their social handles. Yeah. You know? So welcome to the weirdest family ever, little HTML. Yeah. You're gonna fit in just fine. This next laser story is out of the study of life. If you knew the world was gonna end in the next decade, what would you change about how you live your life? 5,000 people were asked what they'd prioritize, and they could choose one of these four options. Okay. They were spend more time with loved ones. Absolutely. Hands down. You don't want to hear the other options? You're just already going to choose it? it. Yeah, I'm giving you four options here. Okay. Have as much fun as possible. Ooh, good one. Can you do that with loved ones? No fun allowed with the loved ones. (laughs) Another option, try to save humanity. Oh. 
or I, mean, I don't think we're smart enough here to do that. Mm. So that one's <laughs> off our list. Option four, just keep on doing what you're doing. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm already doing all the above, so. No, oh, you're saving oh. humanity. Uh-huh. And I'm spending time, and I'm having the time of life. Okay. Thank you, sir. <laughs> we're in the middle of laser stories right now, guys. Yes. This is the best time I've ever had. Haven't you been talking about how you need to see a therapist? Yeah, <laughs> you guys are my family, too. Yeah. I ignored that comment. Okay. <laughs> More time with loved ones was the top answer by far, with 52% yeah. of people voting yeah. for that. Uh-huh. 16% said they would have as much fun as possible. 10% would try and save the world. And only 8% wouldn't change anything. Calm down. Those are all rich people. Yeah. yeah. Right. Good point. Or people who hate their families. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, of course. You know, that's sometimes valid. Sure. Of course, the remaining 14% said, not <laughs> sure. Not sure. Which, why? Why do you let them answer that question? Just yeah. kick them out of the damn survey. More people don't know what they would do than would save the world. That's yeah. insane. Sad. Anyway, women were more likely to prioritize family while uh-huh. men were more likely to choose fun uh, and the wow. younger you are the more likely you are to say you just live it up yeah. uh, oh like this guy yeah right. so as the asteroid uh-huh. hurdles towards earth you know exactly what this guy's gonna keep doing because he just loves it so much oh yeah that's how it means laser stories has come to an end for the day we'll do it again same time on wednesday brooke and jeffrey in the morning the big thing in Hollywood for the past 10 years or so has been superhero movies. Oh, so yeah. many of them. And I feel like recently even more. I mean, Ant-Man, you guys, got a movie. Oh, and it, yeah. was, and yeah. it was good. I know. It was actually a good movie. <laughs> and so was the sequel. Wait, was there wait, a oh, sequel? Yeah, there Ant-Man was. and the Wasp. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that one. I haven't seen it yet. But I'm a little upset because they haven't really represented one of the biggest groups of superheroes out there. Who's that? What? I'm talking about... The Loser Squad. (laughs) (laughs) You've got Pumpin' Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Who tries to woo girls with his ability to brag about workouts every single conversation. Mm -hmm. Then there's Flashing Gordon. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's going to get arrested any minute. He'll send you a junk pic faster than a speeding bullet. Mm. He's really fast. And, of course, who could forget the incredible Sulk? Oh, buddy. It'll be okay. And he's the guy who gets ladies' numbers by crying about all his previous relationships. Oh, yeah. oh that's me. I so, know. while Hollywood has forgotten about these super losers, <laughs> we sure haven't. Mm. And in fact, you can hear them, all of them, in a brand new <laughs> loser line. Losengers that- assemble! <laughs> that's coming up. At 710. Okay, looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you cannot miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't you want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Oh, and start over with the Roses. Oh, on Shit's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girl. What's up with you? Wait a minute. Is this the right number? It's um, the loser line. Come on. Just call me back. If you haven't heard the loser line before, it works like this. Let's say someone approaches you while you're out at the club and uses this charming pickup line on you. Hey, babe. Oh. Not to be rude, uh-huh. but your boobs remind me of the moon landing. What? Oh. They look super fake, but I'm still <laughs> tuning in. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. No. Whatever you do, resist the urge to try and hook him up with your worst frenemy. Oh, my rocket's ready. (laughs) Instead, tell him that his pickup line reminded you of the ones your uncle told at your father's funeral. So that'll confuse him just long enough Uh to give him the number to the loser line. (laughs) And hopefully he leaves an awkward voicemail that we can play on the air. Voicemails like this one. Next message. Hi, how's it going? This is Mitch. I've been calling to see what's going on with you and everything, uh, what you've been up to lately. I actually have been going to protest. Yes. Remember we spoke about it. I've been protesting women wearing bras. I don't think women should have to wear bras <laughs> if they don't want to. I went all out. I went to Target, uh-huh. bought 12 bras and set them on fire. <laughs> you know, guys need to get more involved. But if I have to carry this battle alone by myself, I will. 
Free those drugs. Free those drugs. <laughs> Next message. Wow. Yeah, free I, those mean, I like them. I think maybe missing the point of feminism, but <laughs> I'm still on board. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know? Yeah. <laughs> His energy's in the and right place. You know what? Let's free the butt cheeks while we're I at mean, it, too. Yeah, Brooke, come, come on. on. Why don't you support him right now? You want me to take it off? Yeah, let's, let's free them. <laughs> Exercise your First Amendment rights, everybody, however you want to. It's it's very nipply. Dude, uh, yeah. okay. just and, and, and she just put her shirt back on. Yeah. So I mean, three kids, I would have taken this baby off in a heartbeat. Now, <laughs> Still beautiful, though. Yeah. All right, ladies, still beautiful. Absolutely. Next message. Hey, Michael, it's me from the other night. It was really cool meeting you. You seem like a, like a really sweet, cute guy, and uh, I'm, I'm really glad that we exchanged numbers. And uh, it's funny, I, I didn't tell you this, but um, I do tarot as a kind of, like, side gig, and I hope you don't mind. I, like, hold cards for you slash us. I got the four of pentacles, the three of wands, and the lover's card. And I kind of got from that that I think that we're compatible Mm. and have a promising future. And also that if you are traveling in the near future, be careful about the water. Um, I would just avoid pools. I would avoid like rivers, like even like puddles and stuff. Like you just don't know what you can get from like puddles and stuff. They're really gross. But yeah, but like other than that, things look really great. We've got a good future together for sure. Next message. <laughs> We've got a great future together, but if there's like a water bottle anywhere, run. Yeah. You just can't travel and you have to stay with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really into tarot cards, but I feel like that guy should have heard that message. Totally. I know, I'm worried that he's like drowning in a puddle and we don't know it. Yeah, giving her the loser line number was a big mistake. Yeah, yeah. so... All dudes, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful of puddles. Be careful of puddles and small bodies of water. Yeah. Next message. Uh, hi, hi. Um, this is Matt. Um, we met. We met the other night. Um, I just. I've been thinking about you a lot, and um, you know, you know, some guys. The first thing they notice are eyes, or mouth, or butt. Um, I really have been thinking a lot about. Your kneecaps, um, oh. they are really beautiful. And I don't know if you've heard that before, but I really wanted you to know that. And it's not just, you know, like just the way they come down and, and kind of protrude out a little bit. They're, they're really beautiful, you know, and, they, and, and not, they're not, I mean, they're, they're healthy kneecaps, right? Like they got some meat on them, something you can really grab and feel. Um, you know, if it was like really skinny and, and, and scrawny, like, it's not much there, but you, you're beautiful. And I would really love to see you and your meaty kneecaps soon. Next message. What? All it makes me want to do is, like, pull my pants up and check out my kneecaps. Alexis, you got nice kneecaps. Thank I can see you. I mean, it's not no, the worst thing nice. you could be told. No, Ew, I mean, gross. they're way too skinny. You don't want, like, <laughs> saggy over the top of them. No. Like, I see where he's coming from. <laughs> Just, <laughs> some guys like them big. Yeah, they do. I like them small. I like meaty, too. Totally. I mean, yeah. Does People Magazine have a sexiest kneecap edition? I, I'm here for it. I think they should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next message. Hi, Jim. Um... I think maybe you haven't been picking up or like texting me back because of I said like I was into foxyism. I think it's just like I need to explain it a little bit more. So basically like it's not a stripper thing, okay? I go with my friends, so we dress up like foxes. 
and we call it frolic. Like we frolic and like we'll go to like a field or like, you know, like sometimes a parking lot, whatever. Um, it's not that weird. Like it sounds weird. And I think like when I said it to you 10 days ago, it may have sounded stranger than it actually is. I'm just saying if like, if you want to check it out and the next time we go and like we fox it up, I'll just like drop you a pin, um, for the next like field or like, I don't know, like parking lot or like abandoned like warehouse or wherever we find ourselves at. Okay. So, so that's it. Okay. Thanks, Jim. Next message. I like that she really honestly thought her explanation made it sound less weird. Yeah. <laughs> that was really sweet. That's a really good point. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, we could end up at, like, a really cool party. We might end up inside a dumpster. Yeah. I'll let you know wherever we find ourselves. <laughs> you never know what foxes. Never know what might happen. <laughs> Remember, you can listen to Loser Line regularly at this time every week. We got your phone tap coming up right after this. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. All right, it's time for your phone tap. And what happens if you're married and you both wake up one morning, walk downstairs to have Mm -hmm. breakfast, and there's a big, hairy, gnarly rat munching on food under your dining room table? Tell my wife, kill it! Get it! Hurry, I push her, then I run. Jose would scream and get up on top of a chair. Literally. (laughs) That actually happened recently, and both people took a very different course of action. No. Because the wife wanted to call an exterminator. Yeah. But the husband immediately wanted to call us to prank her. (laughs) Now that is a good husband. Yeah. Now, apparently the rat that they saw was real. Like, he didn't plan a fake one. Yeah, okay. But the call that Brooke's about to make is going to take it to the next level. Oh, I'm so excited. It's your phone tap right now. It's another phone tap. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hello. My name is Teresa. I'm calling from beauty i'm looking to speak with lizzie this is her oh hi lizzie i hope your day is going fabulous um yeah it's pretty good great i was just calling because i saw on your account that you recently ordered a fragrance from our risque line i did yeah uh-huh okay have you received the package yeah all right i'm hoping you haven't used it yet um yeah I don't understand. Why shouldn't I have used it? Well, (laughs) it turns out that specific fragrance you purchased from us came from a bad batch. And, you know, they did everything to try to recall it. But some of it got through to the stores and was sold before we could stop it. Oh, my God. What's wrong with it? Apparently, when the fragrance is applied, it can produce pheromones that attract rodents. What? So you heard me. Yeah, I heard you. What does that mean? You mean what are rodents? Because I had to look that up too. They're like rats and mice clear. and stuff. I got, yeah, I got that. I'm real clear on that. I don't understand how, what do you, like, I don't understand. Uh, yeah, so I don't know all the scientific details about it or how it works like that, you know. I just do beauty, but it just does. Okay, but I actually have rats. Oh, no! You do? Yes, my husband and I saw one under our breakfast table yesterday morning, and I wanted him to call the exterminator, and he said that he was going to handle it. Oh, my gosh. It's all because of your perfume. I don't don't even know what to say. Oh, I am so sorry. I am just so sorry. Uh, I just need to know, how many days have you been using it? Three or four, I think. Oh, wow. That's a lot more than the other women that I talk to. I, I, I'm 
freaking out right now. What does that mean? The only other person I spoke to that had used it for three days, she found out a family of rats had already created a nest in her crawl space. Oh my God, ew, gross. This cannot be happening. I can't stand rodents. I, I, can't, I can't stand rats or mice or any of those things. I don't even want a gerbil in my house. I don't think it works on gerbils. I think you're safe there. Oh my God, I was kidding. Okay, what? I, oh, okay, right. <laughs> Okay, so I'm sorry about the news, but you should definitely dispose of the perfume at a state-mandated hazardous waste area. I mean, if you can. Oh, and definitely call the exterminator. Oh, you think? Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. Thank you. Yeah, good idea. Um, I do have one more thing. I I really don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, A handful of people who use the fragrance did have their skin turn green after a few days, but it's only for a couple of days. What? What? Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Their skin turns green. What are you talking about? Oh, but good news. It goes away. I mean, it goes back to normal. It's just like maybe three or four days of green. I, I don't understand. My my <laughs> skin is going to turn green? I mean, maybe, maybe not. Only 45% of users had experienced that. 45%? That is a lot. 45% is a lot. Yeah. But we are so sorry this happened, you know, and we want to make this right. I'm sorry, how are you going to make this right? Apparently rats are going to be running around my house and I'm going to end up looking like the wicked f***ing witch. Yeah, sorry about that. But for your trouble, we are willing to give you a 15% off discount on any gift card purchase over $250. What? You? I know. No, I would never buy from you again, ever. And I'm going to tell all of my friends to never order from you again. Well, make sure to also tell your husband, Mike, not to order from us either, okay? How do you know my husband? My husband doesn't order from you. (laughs) Because he's the one that came up with this phone prank. It's actually Brooke from Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We're doing a phone tap on you. Please tell me that this really is a joke and I'm not going to turn green. (laughs) Like, seriously? You're not going to turn green. Yeah, your husband told us that you guys did really see a rat in your kitchen yesterday. (laughs) We totally did. Like, we totally, totally He said you were super freaked out, but don't worry. He caught the rat. Oh, my God. He hadn't told you yet. (laughs) See? Good news. (laughs) Yes, that's very good news. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is not really great news for him because I think I'm going to have to kill him. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wake up every morning with phone taps. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We've all said things that we regret after a night out drinking. Oh, yeah. Isn't that right, Brooke? Yeah. Hey, boys. <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> Brooke, who says you aren't sensual? <laughs> How I do mean, you not pick this lady? It's yeah. hard being as sexy as I am, yeah. especially after some drinks. I bet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, see, we're kind of experts in saying dumb, stupid stuff under the influence. Yeah, we Which are. is why one of our listeners specifically wanted our help. Oh. Because she told her date something pretty risque and embarrassing after Ooh. having too many margaritas. Mm. But she says she's willing to relive that moment on the air and tell Oof. everybody what it was. Whoa. If she can maybe get another date out of it. That's a, there's a lot on the line. She's yeah. going to do it sober now? <laughs> I mean, if not, at least Brooke might get a new wing woman out of this yeah. whole deal. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's your second date update next. Okay, looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you cannot miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't you want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Oh, and start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek and see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. I'm Elliot Connie and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Second date update. I think there's this big misconception that when you meet the one, it's love at first sight. Oh. Like there's an instant attraction. A sudden unspeakable connection there, money's exchanged, and then boom, you're in love. (laughs) 
Money? You know? But sometimes, the truth is, the best love stories can be the opposite, where they start with disappointment at first sight. Oh, never hear those ones. They don't make the movies, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Think of The Notebook. She doesn't like him when they first meet. In fact, I think Ryan Gosling tries to hurt himself when they first meet. (laughs) I don't don't remember him, so that's hard. (laughs) I was drunk on a plane when I watched it, so I can't give you the details. (laughs) But I'm just saying, love comes in all different forms. And that's what happened for one of our listeners, Candace, who met the guy she wants to call today in an unusual way. Huh. Candace, how you doing? I'm doing great. Ooh, right. I'm intrigued, Candace. If yeah. you say that you met him online, though, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> no, no. Okay. okay. Hey. Before we get into how you met, what's the guy's name? His name is Teddy. Okay. All right. So how did you and Teddy come to be? I met Teddy in a parking garage. Oh, that's also kind of, not very romantic. No, that's like my fear, actually. She, <laughs> was hi- she was hiding under his car. Excuse me. Yeah. I know of a lot of love stories that began yeah. in a dingy parking garage. Oh, but I have my pepper spray out. Keep going, Same. Candace. What happened in this parking garage? I was coming off of the elevator, and there was a guy standing by my car, looking oh. really, really upset. Oh, okay. still scary. Oh, my God. I mean, how were you feeling? I would have been freaking out. I was, too, and I didn't know if I should turn around, go back, but I kept on going, and he said, is this your car? And I said, yes. So he said, well, you see, you parked too close to my car. I said, okay, I didn't mean to excuse me. Okay. Oh, okay. Like, he couldn't do the passenger side crawl through like yeah, I've done so done many it. times. Yeah. Okay, so is that when you kissed him? <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. This will shut him up. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean, it is a good question. Like, at what point do you find a guy who's angry at you and critiquing yeah. your parking attractive? I wasn't even thinking at the time. So I just pulled out of the space where I was parked. And guess what happened? What? What? I hit his bumper moving out of the space. <gasps> oh, 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 no, no. While he's there. Yeah. Alexis oh. is like, those are the times I usually just oh. leave. I'm like, yeah, yeah I haven't this morning. <laughs> did you speed off or did you did you no. stick around? I stuck around. Okay. And uh, he said, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's got to be rough. And, oh, and, and, it's so embarrassing, sure. too. Sure. I mean, this sounds very romantic, but at, <laughs> at what point does this turn into, like, a, a date situation? <laughs> or was this it? <laughs> I gave him my business card with some information from the insurance company. <laughs> Good girl. Okay. And, you know, we started talking after that. On the phone? On the phone. Okay. Oh, okay. So he called you. All right. Yeah. So we were both kind of venting about how we both had bad days that day. That was a bad day for me and a bad day for him, as he stated. Caused okay. by you, but yeah. that's, <laughs> that's okay. At least he knows it wasn't intentional. Yeah, right. totally. Nah. And he's apologizing to me also, he did, for his anger. Oh, that's nice. He's like, look, I'm nice. sure I was mad. Well, mm-hmm. that's a good sign, too. Yeah. So did you ask him out or did he ask you out? I asked him out. Ooh, Whoa. Hey, bold. bold. Yeah. <laughs> was it like, like, how did you preposition that? I just was saying, well, since we both had bad days and I kind of messed up bumping into your car, and I just thought it would be nice, you know, maybe we can both go out and have dinner. And he said, that sounds like a good idea. Oh, wow. that's cute. I like that. It's this like, is, like, we uh, both had bad days. Let's yeah. go grab a nice meal together. I got to try that the next time I get into a fender bender. <laughs> yeah, like, same here. Players. I would have a lot more dates. Okay. <laughs> so you guys went out to dinner then. How did that go? Yeah, it went okay. It's 
myself, mm-hmm. I guess I had one too many margaritas. Uh-oh. Oh. And I let something out as I was talking about how I was at this same restaurant where we were. And that I had hooked up with a random guy in the club. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> How's your food? It's great. I know I had sex with somebody here. <laughs> I don't think she meant at the restaurant. Like, you oh, guys just... Like, oh. No, no, no. Not like that. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was at the restaurant with my girlfriend. And when we left there, we went to a club nearby. Oh, okay. oh and that's okay. where the hookup uh, happened. <laughs> yeah. But... The most shocking part of the story is the guy I hooked up at the club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my boyfriend that I hooked up with. Oh, you had a boyfriend. Oh. Yes. Oh, oh, this this is a cheating story that you told <laughs> oh, on the first day. You told this by choice. I told you I had one too many margaritas. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It sounds like you had six too many margaritas. Yeah. Okay. Tell us a cheating one-night stand story. Was there a proof uh, in the drinks? But uh, so how did you, were you able to recover after admitting how? that? No, we wrapped up the night. Okay. And yeah. Gave me a handshake. Oh, so that's, I think nothing might be better. Gosh. I mean, are you single now? Before we call this guy, I just want to make sure. Good question. <laughs> Good question. Yes. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. All right. And so, since the end of that night, after the handshake, have you guys spoken at all? No. The weird thing, he was supposed to be in touch with me, you know, regarding the insurance stuff, but he oh, yeah. hasn't done nothing. Nothing. Oh, really? No. And he was a cute guy, mm-hmm. and we did connect, but before I opened my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of blew it. Uh, I mean, gosh, this is going to be a hard one to come back from, right? I like, know. I mean, everybody's made mistakes in relationships before. That yeah. that part's Not relatable. Me. I know. I mean, you may need to go and hit his car again. <laughs> Just to spark things up, but how about we just call him? That, you know you. what? I okay. miss you. Good idea, yeah. Brooke. That's a little bit easier. Let's yeah. play a song. We'll come back. We'll try and get your second date update right after this. Hold on, Candace. Okay. Second date update. For a second, I thought Candace called us for the wrong segment. Mm. She really should have been on Busted, where we hear cheating <laughs> stories from our significant. Poor Candace. But uh. no, Candace really does want a second date after a one night misguided foray into infidelity, yeah. let's call well it. Well said, Jeff. Yeah. You know, that can happen to anyone, right, Brooke? <laughs> yeah. uh, I haven't done it in a very long time. Right. That's oh, why I, I know. That's, That's why Roy answer. is waiting in the parking garage for you yeah. as soon as the show is hey, over. I, I've never cheated on my husband. But yeah. you know, like boyfriends, it didn't when really... you were dating, you I mean, where the relationships didn't really matter, does it really... Uh, okay. I don't know. So oh, let's okay. move on. So you support Candace? <laughs> I don't. In what she did. I don't. You guys I'm are just all saying cheers. that, like, I get it, Candace. Like, I feel you. You guys are focused on the wrong thing. <laughs> that was a story that I told a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. See? I know, but... Mine was, a, like, mine was when I was in college, too. Okay, stop yeah. trying to explain cares. yourself, Brooke. You never get forgived. It's not like, oh, it's been 10 years, so it's fine now. I don't anyway, know. I think that there's a time. Anyway, after yeah. admitting to Teddy that she hooked up with the wrong person that wasn't her boyfriend, she now wants us to call him and try and help smooth things over to maybe get a second date. Now, before we call him, is there anything else that you admitted to him that we need to know about? before we do this no that was the only thing okay okay that she remembers at least because there was a lot of margaritas involved so who knows what else came out i forgot but we're gonna find out for sure i'm I'm ready to dial teddy's number are you feeling ready candace 
Yes, I'm ready. Okay. All right. Let's see if he answers and find out what he has to say. Here we go. Hello? Hey, I'm looking for Teddy. Uh, yeah, this is Teddy. Hey, Teddy, what's up, man? My name's Jeff from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the Morning. Uh, broken. I never heard of you guys. So, I mean, what's broke. this about? Yeah, not broke. It's Brooke. Yeah. Brooke is Same. my co-host. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Teddy. Hey, what is this about? Did I win something? Or? Maybe. Uh, in, in a way, kind of. But, I'll uh, tell you not no. Really. I'll tell you right well, now. You didn't. We don't know for sure yet. This is something we do called the second date update, where we help our listeners get back in touch with people that they went out with after they've been ghosted. Uh, I haven't been out in a minute, so... um. What's this about? Well, you, you haven't went, been on a minute. You went hmm. to dinner recently, right? Yeah, with a woman named Candace. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Now I get it. Okay. Oh, did you not consider that a date? Uh I mean, we were hanging out. I, I don't know what you'll call it. Okay. Oh, well, okay. We were hanging out, you know. Sure, we, we we'll call it a hangout too. But the Hi. whole the whole point <laughs> of us doing this is. Candace has been trying to get a hold of you after she had a really nice time with you that night, and she doesn't understand why you're not responding to her. Especially because you guys are supposed to stay in contact after the whole fender bender thing. Yeah, she owes you money, right? Or her insurance <laughs> company does. Uh, yeah, she sure does. But, um, you know, things got busy for me. You know, life moved on. We had, a, we had an interesting time. It was cool. Interesting. An interesting time. I mean, was there any chemistry? Were you guys Were you attracted to Candace at all? I thought she was okay. She was attractive, but it wasn't like when you asked me earlier, was it a date? I was, it was something we went out. We, you know, I know she told you how we met and she uh, hit my car. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I thought she was trying to skip one of your uh, oh. insurance bill by saying, hey, I'd pay for your dinner. You know, just oh, don't tell uh, anybody about the car accident. I mean, that's possible. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we spoke to Candace earlier, man, and, and she told us the whole backstory about how you guys met and when you guys went out to dinner. And she did bring up that there was kind of an awkward moment where she told you a story about going to the club and she feels kind of embarrassed about what she admitted to. Oh, yeah, I would have felt embarrassed, too, what she okay. said, you know? Yeah, where she cheated on her boyfriend with some dude. Yeah, yeah. that was actually a big moment for me hearing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah did the, uh, for us, too. Did the attractive level of her drop after she told that story? Yeah, it wasn't really more about her. It was really about more about me. You know, I came to a big realization that time, like, I shouldn't be here right now. Oh, Whoa. you came to a real... So you don't get what cheated on? What realization yeah. are you coming to? Well, my girlfriend was at home, oh. and then I realized I shouldn't have been out doing what Wait. she did. You, what? You, you're in a relationship? <laughs> did you know you were on a date? I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry, but the irony of it all. Coming. Like I said, it was just more of a hangout. I didn't know I was putting myself in a bad situation and oh. being there. You know, she was going to tell me about her past and oh. things of that sort. I see why we use the word hangout now. We weren't going to get married or go down the aisle. It was just a hangout. Well, ho well hold on a second. You, you're saying that moment when she admitted to cheating was a realization for you. What were you thinking before that moment? I wasn't really thinking of anything. I just wanted to go out and have some fun and hang out. But when she told me that story from back in the days, I realized that I shouldn't be here right now. Oh, man. Oh, Wait, geez. so, like, I was going to give you the benefit of the doubt, like, that you thought it was, like, an insurance meeting yeah, <laughs> or me something, too. you know, <laughs> but 
You were going out to have fun? I, I mean, it was to have fun, too. I knew it wasn't going to be an insurance meeting, not in Okay, five. well, that's honest. That's good I you're mean, being honest. But that's you, honest. You didn't kiss her or anything, did you, right? You just Oh, left. no, I didn't do that. I didn't okay. do that. Being honest, yeah, you didn't cheat. You're you being honest like... with us right now, but yeah. were you honest with Candace? Did Candace know that you had a girlfriend? Yeah, well, that wasn't supposed to come up. We were just hanging out. Okay. Uh, Okay, that oh. makes it sketchy. You were trying to hide it from her, it sounds like. Oh, well, can't hide work. it anymore because I got to oh. let you know, Teddy, that Candace has actually been on the other line listening and she wants to talk to you. Oh, Hi. man, you guys set me up now. For... <laughs> oh. Candace? Yeah, I'm kind of shocked and surprised that you didn't tell me that you had a girlfriend. Uh, we wouldn't have went on a date, Teddy. Oh, it was a date. Oh. She's calling it a date, man. <sighs> It wasn't no date. We were just hanging out. So I just met you. So how was it a date? You should have came out and told me you had a girlfriend because we wouldn't have went out. Because you know what I call that, Teddy? Cheating. You a cheater. Oh. <laughs> and that's the pot calling the kettle black. Look at you. I know. Yeah, but okay. she's not still in a relationship. Oh, no. She made a mistake. I, I mean, wasn't talking about me and cheating. You've been cheating before me. Oh, it's a, who, who did it first? And I didn't even cheat. You, you said you were Let me up. tell you something, Teddy. I heard you. I wasn't dating at that time. I told you a story happened back in the day. That was over oh. a year ago. <laughs> Here comes the violin. Okay. And you know what you can do, Teddy, for me? Put an egg in your shoe and beat it. Oh. Oh, damn. Oh, okay. that, I like it. Either that was a dig or somebody's making pancakes today. <laughs> so did you come clean with your boyfriend then right after that hookup and you guys broke up immediately because you felt so bad about cheating on him at the club? I'm not going to talk about that. You know, that, <laughs> that's all in the past. Yeah. Oh, okay. convenient. Let's focus on the present. Okay. And Teddy, in present day, before you went to dinner with Candace, did you let your girlfriend know that you were meeting oh, up with another woman. I don't want to know well, the just like Candace said, we're not going to focus on the past. Oh, okay. We're not going to focus <laughs> on the past. Uh, okay, so Teddy. I don't care, minding my business. You guys call me. Okay, well. Oh, did you tell her after you went out with Candace that you had met up with a woman? That's in the past. You're trying to bring my past in the future. I left that alone a long time ago. That's <laughs> what cheating is. Yeah. You're literally currently hooking up with someone right now. It's all of your cheating is going to be in the past. There's nothing to tell, you know? I, I, it's, <laughs> it's how time works. This is, it's just like about intent. Maybe there was a little bit of intent there. And in the court of law, that's enough to convict. Okay, okay, no. but, okay but benefit <laughs> of the doubt, Teddy, did it scare you straight? Right? Are you not? Are you? Are you never gonna do that again? I'm never gonna do that again. This is in the past. There's no remix of the past. I'm just I'm trying to mind my business. And you guys are calling me yeah. about something that happened in the past. Okay. okay. You know what? okay. Let's forget about the past. Let's let's no erase our minds about what happened mm -hmm. in the past. Let's talk about the future. Would you guys like yeah. to see okay. each other again? Because we'll Dude, offer to send you guys out on another girlfriend. date, and we'll pay for it. Can we send him and his girlfriend on a date? Yeah. I'd like to see two cheaters hook up with each Ooh. other. Okay. If two cheaters hook up then it cancels it out. Oh, you know, I do faithful. think that might be how it goes. You, you need to shut your, your mouth. I'm not no cheater. Yeah. Oh, uh, currently, that's true. In present day, that's true. Okay. Well, at least if she was going to call me a cheater, I should have got something out of that night. I should have got something. Oh. I didn't oh. get nothing. Oh, okay. So it sounds like you are interested in seeing her for another oh, day. Oh, no. We are not endorsing this. This no. is a mess. Nobody cheat on anyone. Oh, so, so is it a no, then? No, it's a no. Definitely no. All right. Good uh, Good boy, Teddy. Good boy. You have a good life, Teddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's clear. <laughs> She'll see you at the club later tonight, all right? <laughs> Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. 
I know from time to time on our show, we'll do a segment that talks about how the wealthiest people like to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Whenever we do those, I personally tend to get a little bit jealous, a little envious of their lives. Because I imagine you guys do too. Yeah. Because yeah. you had that at one point in your childhood and now you don't anymore. Is yeah, that why? That's funny. You peaked yeah. as a child. Yeah. <laughs> Financially. Give me flashbacks. <laughs> but today, I'm happy to tell you we're not going to be talking about any rich multi-jillionaire people. Okay. okay. All right. We're just going to talk about rich multimillionaire pets. What? No way. Specifically one dog who's making the news because he's the wealthiest animal on planet Earth. What? How is that even possible? You won't believe how much money he has and how he spends it. Oh, no. He spends it? You're going to find out coming up at 810. Okay, looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you cannot miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't you want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Oh, and start over with the Roses. Oh, on Shit's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Animals, even small ones, can change the world. Oh, it's Brooke and Jeffrey nice. in the morning, whether they're being shot into space, oh, man. Oh, delivering oh. secret messages across a battlefield, wow. or if they just have a famously bad case of resting grump face. Certain animals have reached levels of fame and notoriety that we could only dream of. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of different names that come to mind. I mean, Seabiscuit. Mm. Punk's Tawny Phil, mm-hmm. the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, I, one day mm. I want to be that famous. Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> but out of all the famous animals that we've come to know and love over the years, there's one dog who outdoes them all, both in notoriety and in wealth. Oh gosh. His name is Gunther. <laughs> what a cute name. I thought you said he was notorious. Uh, I've yeah, never I heard of Gunther. Okay. Gunther. Well, if you've not heard of Gunther before, you're not going to forget him after this because Gunther is the richest dog in the world, worth an estimated $375 million. No way. What did you just say? $375 million. To Like give his you, owner wow. or the dog? Him. To give you a little perspective, what? Justin Bieber's net worth is only $275 million. <laughs> Oh, my well, God. I don't know why that makes me feel good for some reason. <laughs> there's a dog richer than Justin Bieber. That's Dude, a weird thing in my head right now. There's a dog out there that could buy Justin Bieber as his pet. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is. So how did Gunther become so rich? Well, Gunther's wealth is all thanks to a renowned German countess, Carlotta Leibenstein. Ah, so it's Gunther, Yeah, right? Gunther, sorry. Oh. I'm sure he's going to sue us after he listens to yeah. us. <laughs> Years ago, Carlotta owned a German shepherd named Gunther the third and when the wealthy heiress passed away she had no close family so she left her entire fortune to her dog Gunther. What? Dude, hey. I feel like that's gonna be me. I'm gonna leave I it don't all know. to like my <laughs> I'm kinda like hey Carlotta there's a lot of charities you could have hit up. There's a lot of hungry people out there. Yeah I'm just saying. <laughs> At the time back in 1991 her estate was worth about a hundred million dollars and okay, since wow. then the people managing that money have almost quadrupled it. What? And the fortune's been passed down through all the oh. generations of doggy descendants. Wait, so oh it's staying gosh. in the German Shepherd family it of is. Gunther's or Gunther, whatever, <laughs> yeah. the German Shepherd family. There's been three more Gunthers since the original. Wow. Dude, and they just like, they get born into a lap of luxury. They do. That's so cool. And all of them have stuck with the name Gunther the Fourth. So they just keep uh, Gunther okay. the Fourth, okay. fifth. No, they, no, they've, no, all the three descendants have all called themselves Stayed Gunther after. the Fourth. Oh, oh, so they're like okay. the same exact name. Got okay. it. Got and it. you're saying that they've called themselves that. It's actually the yeah. Like, whatever. You're like, Continue. What do you want? Yeah. What do you Okay, good job. <laughs> All of Gunther's money is handled by a trust called the Gunther Corporation. Oh, my wow. God. Which Gunther is the CEO of. <laughs> Can you imagine this is 
real life. This, this isn't is a joke. real. Yeah. Oh, Imagine a board meeting. Yeah. Just... <laughs> the head of the table is a dog. The CEO just peed on the floor yeah. of the board meeting of the boardroom again. They've obviously made some very good investments over the year because they've quadrupled their Seriously. fortunes. Real. They asked Gunther for his like, what does he do for his signature? Just put his paw on the yeah, table little, little inked paw. But they've also made some interesting investments over the years. Okay. Like they funded a touring theater show called The Burgundians. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Which I guess went around South Florida for a while. Okay. South Florida, known for its theater. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a lot of passion projects, but uh-huh. he's also a sports fan. Oh, he is. Because in 2006, Gunther purchased an Italian soccer team. No way. And he's what? the official owner of that team. <laughs> oh, my God. The Pontadera Football Club is owned by a dog. Why do I want Gunther. to be a fan? I do too now. I know. I'm going to go buy some merch online. <laughs> but his interests stretch even further because oh, really? Gunther's also a real estate king. Oh, of course oh. he is. This guy, he can he, sniff out a good property. Be, yeah, he can. Yeah. Without being a real estate magnet. He owns several villas in Italy. Yes, oh, and has peed on the corner of every house. Yep. <laughs> Properties in the Bahamas, and he has a large German estate. Oh, of course wow. he does. Yes, a German right. shepherd needs to have a big yes. German castle. <laughs> Stay close to his heritage. His highest profile purchase came back in 2000 when he bought a $7.5 million mansion in Miami from Madonna. What? Madonna sold her Miami place to a German shepherd. That's so cool, though. Is this the stuff that rich people understand and that we're baffled by? Like, is this normal? (laughs) Yeah. Or do you think Madonna was also freaking out? Like, what did I just do? What is happening? The negotiations are getting rough. She's like, bad dog. I said 30 million cash. Bad dog. I I feel like they got into a relationship for a short amount of time. Madonna Madonna likes the weirdos a little bit. And then they split and she's like, you can have the house. Yeah, exactly. Gunther mostly stays in the master bedroom there while the rest of the house gets rented out for <laughs> movie so and TV shoots. So he keeps uh, cashing in on his real estate venture. Oh, that's wow. the big and of course, he's just living the good life every uh-huh. single day. He has a personal maid who follows him around and cleans oh. up for him. Oh. He's got his own butler that attends to his every need, along wow. with several caretakers, including a team of personal chefs and round the clock security detail. Security? Oh, well, if you're a dog I, worth $375 I just million, dollars, dollars, can you know, fend for themselves. Yeah. You're right. It's usually the opposite. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about the wealthiest dog on earth, Gunther, who's worth $375 million. Now, on a typical day, Gunther might spend his time swimming around in his customized pool. Then he'll go for a drive in his limousine around the neighborhood. Did anyone else just picture him in a little limo hat behind a wheel? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he has his own driver. Yeah, but but don't be mad at Gunther for his success, okay? Uh Because he's not the only wealthy pet out there who's inherited a fortune. Here's some others that are worth way more. In 2011, the widow of an Italian real estate investor left her cat, Tommaso, $13 million. It was previously a stray cat that she rescued off the street of Rome. It's like aristocrats all over again. Yeah. In 2007, there was a billionaire real estate mogul who left her dog trouble with a $12 million trust fund while two of her four granddaughters were left out of her will. Oh, no. What? No, that is That bad. is salty. Oh. That, like that. Something went down. Something happened. Yeah. <laughs> Text into 78592 if there's any billionaires that listen who want to adopt me. I am house trained. <laughs> No fleas. Uh-huh. Minimal leg humping. Yeah. Okay? Minimal. <laughs> Minimal. Oh. It's Just be enough worth. to where someone kind of enjoys it. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Text it in. Your phone tap's coming up right after this.
Whoa. Two to three years ago, what the heck? Tim from Seattle was on this show <laughs> and played this game, and he lost. Oh, oh no. Ever, ever since then, yeah. he has been brooding. Oh. Sitting at home, lying in wait for his moment when no. he could make his glorious return <laughs> and claim his spot in the circle of victory. Okay. No way. And I have the perfect title for his return to this show. Ooh, what is I it? Like this. A title we will call Revenge of the Tax Accountant. Ah. Tim the Tax Accountant is back yeah. to take down Brooke once and for all oh, in the game that nobody thinks that she can win today. <laughs> Tim, welcome to Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Yeah. Hi, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got to tell you, Tim, during that whole thing, Jeffrey was making like really intense, uncomfortable eye contact. Yeah, I was out of hand. Oh, he was wow. really into that. You know, if I were there, I'd be making that same kind of intense eye contact. Okay, That's right. okay Tim. Tim. I feel like you're an accountant. You have like a shaved down calculator as a knife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> shiv. Shiv, shiv Brooke That's with right. a calculator. Tim is dangerous. <laughs> Don't you, you forget it, Brooke. Okay. All, right. All right. We're going to send her out of the studio. <laughs> while she walks away in shame, Tim, I'm going to go over the She's rules real quick. So, Tim, you know how the game works. we got 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know when you can say pass, but you do have to beat Brooke Outright to win, which you will do yeah! today. I hope. We'll see. All After right. that intro. It was pretty bad last time. Okay. <laughs> this is your chance. Let's do this. Good luck, man. Your time starts now. On this day in 1931, this song by Francis Scott Key was officially made our national anthem. What's the title? Pass. The Australian airline Qantas has what animal in their logo? Kangaroo. The official colors for the Seattle Kraken are four different shades of blue and what other color? Red. If you're cruising through Tomato Town, what video game are you playing? Farmville. What Disney movie features a song called I've Got No Strings? Pinocchio. All right. Well done, Tim. And I know you were on a while ago, so remind us, what's an interesting fact that we need to know about you? Uh, in high school, I, I went to Ireland and kissed the Blarney Stone, and it's supposed to give you the gift of the gab, but I don't know if it worked. Are wow. you sure you kissed the Blarney Stone? Maybe that's not what that was. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think why, I know. Do I, why do I picture Tim just drunk in Ireland in high yeah. school, wandering around kissing different buildings yeah. and <laughs> roads? I think the trick is, Tim, you didn't use enough tongue. Yeah, that was my problem. The gift yeah. of gab to your tongue, oh, my guy. I see. That's I see. the thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bro, not into yeah. that. You're, you're up. Jose's not going to be allowed in Ireland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like, sir, you're at the airport still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brooke. This yeah. is it. Okay. I'm going to kiss you, some rocks. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Good luck. Here we go. Your time starts now. On this day in 1931, this song by Francis Scott Key was officially made our national anthem. Uh, What's the title? Star, Star Spangled Banner. Give the gab. <laughs> the Australian airline Qantas has what animal in their logo? Kangaroo. The official colors for the Seattle Kraken are four different shades of blue and what other color? Uh, red. If you're cruising through Tomato Town, what video game are you playing? Uh, ooh, Mario Kart. What Disney movie features the song called I've Got No Strings? Uh, Pinocchio. 
All right. I got no strings to hold me down. I was singing it too. Got the answers in. Let's go to the scoreboard, see how you guys did with Jose. So cute. Aw. Bolaños. Tim, was it you that said that? Thank Aww. you. <laughs> <I'm blushing. laughs> you got three correct today, Tim. That's pretty a, good, Tim. That's solid. That, that's pretty darn good. Will it be good enough? Uh, was it? Brooke got the same amount of questions in, and she got four. Oh, no. Oh, the big oh. Oh, rivalry. Oh, no. Go make out some more pebbles. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go over the answers here for everybody. On this day in 1931, the song by Francis Scott Key that was officially made our national anthem was the Star Spangled Banner. The Australian airline Qantas has a kangaroo in their logo. The Seattle Kraken has four different shades of blue for their official colors and red. Go Kraken! Red alert, officially. If you're cruising through Tomato Town, you're playing Fortnite. Come on, Brooke! I have never played Fortnite. I know, but I play Fortnite, so you should have gotten that just from being around me. I don't even know what it is. I've Got No Strings is a song from the Disney movie Pinocchio. Yes. Thanks for playing. We'll be back to do Winbrook's Bucks same time tomorrow. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's like every day I find another reason to love the Washington Potato Commission and Washington Potato Growers. Because our potato growers are committed to sustainable farming practices to grow spuds for generations to come. You hear that, kids? You got spuds for life. And it means so much that 99% of Washington potato farms are family run. These growers are environmentalists at their core and they want their crops and fields healthy for their kids and their kids and their kids and their kids. You get it? All those little tater tots out there. Farmers rely on cost-effective, reliable energy like hydropower for harvesting and processing potatoes. Oh, by using GPS trackers while fertilizing and more energy-efficient farming equipment, they're using less diesel and releasing less carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. Go to potatoes.com slash farm families to learn more about their sustainable farming practices. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. 
Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then, fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.